When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another uh, captaincy video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. My name is Joe and joining me to discuss the best armband candidates for game week 16 is Fantasy Football Scouts' Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good thanks, Joe. Um, so-so game week. Um, had a small red, but uh, got a couple of free transfers now, which uh, which could be uh, important given this uh, Spurs news, which has broke this morning. Definitely. Yeah. So we'll discuss that in a bit. Um, I've removed the um, uh, Spurs bit <laughs> that we were going to discuss as potential captaincy options. Um, in my haste as well, I've also taken a photo down about fan team, but instead um, we're going to get your lovely words about them as well. So um, yeah, what have you got to say about fan team before we start? Yeah, so uh, we've touched on it before, but they have got their second chance season game, which is uh, launching in January. But you can go and start tinkering now. It is uh, free to play. I think it's 20k uh, prize for the winner. Um, and there's a really good video that um, as and uh, last team's winner, uh, last year's last year's winner, sorry, um, Josh have put together on YouTube, which explains all the rules and the the strategies involved. So uh, go and have a look at that. It's on the Scout YouTube channel and uh, well worth a watch. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that. Um, so yeah, the the narrative has been Captain Salah. <laughs> that's been every week and somehow we managed to get half an hour out of a show saying um, perhaps consider some of these other um, players but um, the thing is that Salah hasn't been um, the highest scoring player in many people's teams in fact far from it and there's been better options particularly amongst some defenders uh, Alexander-Arnold but we might be seeing the emergence of some uh, forward and midfield uh, alternatives to Salah and I think this week is going to be a real test because it's a very popular player, uh, a certain Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, new manager. Uh, Manchester United have a great fixture against Norwich. Ronaldo was up top, played the full 90 minutes, and the stats I've got up on the screen are from uh, Rangnick's uh, first league game in charge. And it shows that Ronaldo was no slouch, had five goal attempts, uh, four of those in the box, one on target, but created a chance. And Fernandez doing well as well, three goal attempts. Um, Fred, who of course scored, had a couple of goal attempts, and, and Tellez as well. Um, so these are the top four for that particular match, very small sample. Um, but yeah, Ronaldo for the captaincy, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, it was an encouraging start, wasn't it? Given that um, Ranchnik had had um, very limited time on the training pitch with, with, with them. I think he'd had a 45-minute session. Um, so they set up in a 4-2-2-2 formation with um, Ronaldo and Rashford up top. And then the, the kind of the width was supplied by those fullbacks, like Tellez that was on that graphic. Um, there we've got a couple of goal attempts and Dalot on the other side. But... Ronaldo was very much the focal point. He was the main man, five shots. Um, in an attacking sense, they, they struggled to create too many clear-cut chances. I think they had 16 efforts on goal, but it resulted in about 0.93 XG. But that will, that will improve with time, you'd think. Mm. 
and I think encouragingly for Ronaldo, he wasn't subbed either. Um, He played the full 90 minutes. Um, Sancho, Rashford and Fernandes were were all withdrawn. And I think there were some comments post-match um about um from from Ranchnik about his fitness and his work rate um which is encouraging and i think he'll get a rest this week in the champions league as well so you've you've got to think he'll be fit and raring to go come the weekend yeah um and it just feels nice to be mm. talking about another option yeah. after many weeks of uh, just Definitely. salah uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean, I I'm I don't own him at the moment, but I do own Harry right. Kane. I don't want to own Harry Kane. I do want to own Ronaldo. <laughs> um, Same, yeah. So it, if he plays midweek in Europe and plays for full ninety minutes, I will be reluctant to get him in, and obviously consider him for the captaincy. But if you suggest, as you suggest, he gets a, gets that rest, mm-hmm. and he's got Norwich coming up, that would indicate he's playing. He's trusted. It seems weird to say Ronaldo's trusted, but nevertheless, you know, with the, given his age and the new manager, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's a very strong consideration. Um, I will be faced with a choice, a very hard choice between Salah and Ronaldo, um, and I don't know which way it was going to go. I genuinely don't at this stage, and I think they are both they're fifty fifty calls for me at this stage. Um, but let's have a look at Salah. I mean, Salah's got Villa in the Gerard Derby. Um, but uh, is Salah the best captaincy candidate um, this week? So what, what I've done here is I've got some stats for the last four um, game weeks. Um, and just simple, compare Ronaldo with Salah. They both had six shots on target. Um, Salah's expected goal involvement is, is higher, nearing four, whereas Ronaldo's is, is three. Um, and Salah's chance creation, so for our point of view, FPL points, getting assists is much higher than Ronaldo. Ronaldo just three chances uh, created, but Salah was seven. And Salah's had indeed have a couple of assists. So um, shots in the box, broadly similar as well. Um, Big chances, broadly similar. So I I look at those stats and I look at their performance and I think, I think I'm going to get captaincy returns from Salah, but possibly not much. Whereas Ronaldo, I don't know. Could I could get a, a bigger haul? What do you What do you think? How do you think Salah stacks up against Ronaldo this week? Well, I think on paper he's probably got the tougher game, hasn't he? I mean, going back to Ronaldo, Norwich have improved under Dean Smith, but I think we said last week once they come up against a better defence, they'll they'll probably concede. Uh, sorry, a better attack, they will concede, which happened against Spurs. Um, I think for Salah, um, he's up against Villa. Um, my team now under Gerard, we've had a, a better shape. I think we've got a bit more belief. Um, I think in, in, in previous weeks, you know, we went down to Leicester. Would we, would we have folded in that situation prior to Gerard coming in? Possibly we showed have got a belief and fought back in that, but it's early days for, um, for Gerard at Villa and Man City for 45 minutes comfortably outplayed us mm. um, only last week. And I do think that, you know, Salah is still the, the, the main or, or, or the best kind of option this week, just because it's what we always talk about. It's that consistency. Um, it was another assist at the weekend. 19 goals in 20 games. I think he's, he's returned in every game week aside from early in game week two against Burnley and that's what we want in an FPL captain it's that consistency um 
And Wolves was always going to be a tough game for them, but they did create a lot in that and um, and probably deserved to score more than the one. Um, if I wanted to look at a Liverpool player outside of Salah, um, I'd probably be looking at Alexander-Arnold um, yeah. just because um, I think there's a good chance of a clean sheet there. Villa have probably been a bit better defensively than they have been going forward over the opening matches under Gerrard. Um, and no team has conceded. Um, sorry, my light's just gone off. Okay. There, back on. Um, and no team has conceded more crosses from their left flank either than Villa um, over the last four game weeks, which okay. suggests that Trent will get um, opportunities to, to whip those balls in from wider areas. But um, yeah, Villa have improved, no doubt about it. But um, where I'm at at the moment is uh, it's still that consistency I'm, uh, I'm turning to with uh, with with Salah. And, uh, More consistent sorry, than your some... light. <laughs> oh, God, tell me about it. Yeah. So let's see if we can get that to hold. It might be a, a dodgy yeah. connection, but at least if you can see me now, I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, but yeah Salah is where um, is where I'm kind of looking at the moment. Not oh, it's gone again. So you're going to have to put it with me in the dark That's fine. for a bit, I'm afraid, Joe. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fine. It's, it's fine for the podcast version, for those listening on the podcast. <laughs> Time is now slightly darker. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm I'm kind of uh, my thoughts are Salah just a little bit of ahead of, of Ronaldo, but it's um, but it's but it's but it's okay. it's getting closer. It yeah, feels, it uh, definitely. Um, for me at the moment, as I said, fifty fifty. I mean, if anything, I would say fifty one percent to Salah, forty nine percent to Ronaldo. But that's the closest it's been for weeks. Um, mm. So for yourself, are you are you keen to get Ronaldo in, and if so, are you faced with that same decision? Yeah, I mean, like you, Joe, I've got Kane in my team at the moment. Mm. Um, we'll talk about it in a bit, but but given the news that Brighton were going to be missing so many players, I had been tempted to maybe hold mm. on to him. But then we've got the COVID news, which is broke. Mm. So that so that may that may be an easy switch. And mm. um, yeah, I think if Ronaldo gets that rest um, against young mm. boys in the the Champions League, then. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be looking at that move on Friday. Um, just just to recap, because um, we we won't you know focus on Spurs or indeed Brighton assets for the captaincy. Um, mm. The the Brighton situation at the moment is that pretty much we've laughed at how many centre backs they've owned over the years. Um, they're virtually all um, injured now, so no laughing matter anymore. Um, uh, they're injured or suspended, um, so Dunks out, Duffy's out, Webster's out. Dan Byrne, I think, is available, but hasn't played yeah. much. Um, yeah. Veltman is a possibility, so you could have two. You could have two fit centre backs there. Yeah. I, given given Graham Potter, who knows who could play there? I would not surprise me to see someone like Pascal Gross or someone else um, as, <laughs> as centre back. We just don't know. But Spurs, um, what is the latest there? Because we all thought, mm, okay, well, Spurs assets, but. Um, there's been news of a COVID outbreak. So what's the latest? Yeah, well, um, there's been a few reports this morning in various outlets that up to six players um, have tested positive for COVID. Now, Emerson, Royale and Heal were both out at the weekend, um, which was down to illness. Whether mm. or that's related or not, I'm not sure. Um, but it's unfortunate timing because Spurs had been improving. Mm. Um, they, they, you know, they, they, they'd look better against Norwich. Um, but the worry is now that, um, 
you know, there's going to be possibly some key players out, even if they do play the game at the weekend, which which may affect the supply line for players like Kane and Son if they aren't the ones who have who have contacted the virus. Okay. Um, I believe that Antonio Conte will be facing the media, or at least he was expected to, ahead of their Europa tie on Thursday. So we might get a bit more clarity on the issue then. Although, you know, we could head into the weekend without players specifically being named, which would make things very difficult for um, for FPL managers. So yeah. hold on to your transfers, I think, and let's let's see what comes out over the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, we start, it's starting to, I mean, uh, mirroring real life, real society in the UK, um, uh, rates are going up. We've got the new, yeah. new strains of the virus yeah. as well. Um, and that's being mirrored in the Premier League. And we, as we saw with Tony... Um, was out last week and is, is going to be out for this weekend as well. So yeah, leave leave your transfers for later as well. Um, just before we move on to more 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 stats and more insight into captaincy for this weekend, just want to welcome everyone who's joined us in the live chat. Um, all because uh, more than three hundred of you. Thank you, uh, Patrick uh, Kudakwashi, um, FPL Focus, who's not FPL fo- <laughs> Focal. I thought was number one. Um, it's. Um, <laughs> He's very good at he's very good at FPL anyway. Um, uh, Sean uh, Nuclear Atoms, Chubbs, Omar, Sugan, Kemsley, Exploring, um, Sugan, Murphy, uh, Gavin, Luke, Frederick, and more. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Just thirty one likes, so should do press that like button. It does something complicated for us, which is great. Um, so do press that and do th- and thanks so much for joining us and. Um, if any uh, questions emerge there, we'll, we'll try and answer them as we go. Um, let's have a look at the latest whipping boys in the uh, the, the poor defences these are. Um, and uh, I've, I've put them with the fixtures as well so we can see you know who's playing the worst defences. Um, to Leicester and Everton, um, Watford are the ones there. So if we're looking at who's playing Leicester, it's Newcastle. <laughs> so Wilson could be an outside shot the captaincy um in terms of playing everton that's crystal palace could be some hope for gallagher and zaha once again for the captaincy i'm not sure and uh, Watford. this is their their good run starts and against uh, Bro- uh brentford a tony list brentford um so there's not you know there's not a key match up there i i can see where you know with a really really poor defense with a gr- you know against a great captaincy option so it's one of those weeks really where the captaincy is quite open um, yeah, anything, anything sort of spring to mind with those poor defences there? Probably outside of the options we've discussed, you're probably going to be looking at Man City, um, who are at home to Wolves and not a poor defence, but I think given, um, given how Man City have been performing in recent weeks, Mm. it, it makes sense to at least consider them, um, We've got Bernardo there, haven't we? Who's just playing at a real high level at the moment. Confidence is high. I think he scored five in his last five, but um, it's been off not that many shots. And I think he rem- any player playing 90 minutes in that City side in the attacking positions, whether that's as one of the central midfielders or the wingers, is a good option. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But in terms of cant- captaincy, I'm not sure if I've seen quite enough from Bernardo in terms yeah. of his underlying numbers okay. to elevate him to that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Foden at the weekend. I thought he was unfortunate not to, okay. uh, not to return in that, more in that game at Watford. 
Well, let's have, um, I've, got, I've got some Man City stats as well, so I'm all, uh, okay. all prepared. Have let's have, have a look here. Um, so this is, um, I'm, I'm hoping, the last four game weeks, just have scrolling down here. Yeah, last four, four game weeks. Um, so in terms of expected goal involvement, it's actually Sterling who's been the one there. Mm, uh, Gundogan, yeah. uh, Silva, as we know. And Foden's just behind them. But the key thing is have a look at the minutes per goal attempt in the box. And when he's, because I think he's only, he's only had two starts in comparison to, say, Silva's four and Sterling's four. So um, across those starts, he's really been taking his chances of minute, uh, minutes per goal attempt. So he's uh, having a goal attempt every 44 uh, minutes, uh, which is the same as Sterling um, and a better than Silver. Um, so yeah, does indicate with his, his five chances created, just one shot on target. But um, you know, I think um, it, as you said, it's 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 more it's more he's taking he hasn't had those four starts, but when he has, really? he's looked impressive. Not quite showing up in the stats just yet, but um, yeah, could be, could be interesting. So, so Foden would if you were going to go for a Man City captain would be Foden would it probably Foden yeah um but as well we should probably talk about Cancelo okay. um because um it's the Wolves attack which has really been struggling um all season really mm. I think they've scored 12 in 15 yeah. um only Norwich have scored fewer goals than Wolves um they haven't scored in any of their last three matches and I think against Liverpool that's understandable but you look at the play mm. before and I think it was Burnley and Norwich mm. and struggled in those games too. Um, Cancelo, I think, has been rested in, in midweek. I think he's been left behind with, with Bernardo for the for the Leipzig match. So I think that, yeah, I think you probably Foden from the attackers, but if you are one of those managers who likes to take a punt on a, an attacking full-back and mm. um, rely on those clean sheet points and maybe an assist with the assist potential mm. as well, yeah, Cancelo, I don't think it's a bad shout at all okay. this week. Okay, we keep thinking he's going to get a rest at some point. And he still never does. I mean, could it be this weekend? Well, the rest will come this week, I think. Yeah, So, mm. um, but as in Europe. So that's ah, great news for us because you, you would expect him to yeah. you'd expect him to start yeah. out the weekend and, uh, and, and get that full 90 as well. Okay, so. okay. Very interesting. We'll go, let's have a look at the expected goal involvement of all, of all players over the last four. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the Silver, Sterling, Gundogan, they're all, they're all there. And so Foden, as we're saying, he's not, not sort of showing up on the stats because of limited limited starts at the moment. But this is showing how potent Liverpool have been. Jota, um, five shots on target. Still, he's still not scoring as much as he perhaps could be, but still four goals, not bad. Um, Salah, um, expected goal involvement nearly four as well. And he scored three times. And it's those two assists as well, which is really helping with his uh, captaincy credentials. And Ronaldo there. See, Ronaldo is third in terms of expected goal involvement, which isn't bad considering how poor Manchester United have been yeah. relatively recently. Um, and that could indicate that he once again could be a great captaincy shout. Um, Watford, King. Um, <laughs> that's for the for the Mavericks out there. But nevertheless, um, Watford against Brentford, that's not, not the worst fixture to go, but it depends whether you want to put a captain a player on the Friday night. There is the psychological mm. harm that that can do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Neil Mopay, Benteke. I mean, these are sort of also rounds, really. You know, might consider them for the vice-captain, but it's it just shows that it's the Liverpool and Ronaldo, Liverpool assets v Ronaldo, really. Um, but yeah. Jot, it's Jota. If you're going to captain Salah, you might as well cut, 
considered Jota as well, surely. Yeah, I, I mean, I always, I would always side with Salah just because you've got that added penalties in, and I think we spoke about it. Jota, Jota tends to be the player which comes off before Salah in a match, and even if that's that's ten, fifteen minutes before the end, that that can still make a big difference for me. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I would put him up with those Salah levels. Mm. Um, but when he is on the pitch, he does show plenty of threat. But um, yeah, yeah, Salah certainly the number one from Liverpool for me. Mm. Okay, well, let's have a look at those fixtures again. To see if mm. see if there's anyone else we can um, can can yeah. squeeze in. Uh, Brentford, Watford, we've we've covered really. We've got Man City, Wolves, Arsenal against Southampton. Um, that's that's a tricky one because Smith Rowe. Mm. We don't know if he's going to be available. Abamyang, was he dropped? I mean, I've speaking to Arsenal fans. Um, he, they they haven't been that impressed with no. his contribution and goal scoring. Yeah. So perhaps he was dropped. I think he's blanked. What is it? Six games in a row. There's been some big misses as well during that time. Um, But Arsenal were poor in an attacking sense last night. They were missing Smith-Rowe, like you mentioned, but um, wasn't quite clicking for them. Um, Yeah, I don't think that would be a fixture I'd look to for captaincy. No. Um, Chelsea against Leeds. Um, that's a that's a great fixture for their attackers, and by attackers I also mean their defenders, their their wing backs. But yeah. who who gets the points? Who plays? Um, yeah, it feels like Chelsea. For me to consider wing backs again, it feels like they need Kante back and or, mm. or, or, or one of Kante or Kovacic because mm. I think once both of those two have been out of the team in in recent matches, they've looked a little mm. bit more vulnerable. They've started to concede a few more goals. So. Mm. I think if you get news that Kante or Kovacic can come in and join Jorginho, I might feel a little bit more confident okay. with that. It still feels too early for Lukaku, doesn't yeah. it? He's still, you know, come, he's, he's getting back his fitness, but it's um, we need to see him starting games before truly considering him. Uh, yeah. Um, Liverpool, Villa, we've covered Norwich and um, Manchester United. Brighton and Spurs, we've covered him in that we don't, we don't even know who's going to step on the pitch. Um, yeah. This could be, you know, Spurs under 18s against Brighton under 18s. We don't know. Um, Burnley against West Ham I mean we talk about consistency of the captaincy but Bowen the player I would like to get in my team and I haven't had in my team has been amazingly consistent good bad run bad run fixture proof (laughs) Um, why why aren't we considering Bowen for the captaincy well I think the fixtures have been pretty tough for for West Ham haven't they he's been continuing to produce in those games but now the fixtures are easing, you know, mm. he, he comes into the conversation. Um, Neil did a really good um, members article on the site yesterday comparing Bowen to Antonio in terms of goal threat and creativity, which is well worth a look, actually. Um, I thought there were encouraging signs from Antonio against Chelsea in that second half. I thought he was holding mm. up the ball really well, looked more involved, looked a bit more like mm. his old self. So I think that bodes well for for people who maybe lost Antonio mm. a few weeks back yeah. and, and maybe looking to get him back in. I thought that was quite an encouraging display mm. by him. Um, I'd probably put him a bit ahead of Bowen, um, but I do like the fact Bowen has those set pieces. Yeah. Um, it's such a weapon. It's for just, it, and it's just in, pure, in pure FPL points terms, you know, irrespective of all of the other metrics, just in terms of FPL points, who do I think is going to get points this week? Salah and Bowen are actually my top choices. I'm not not lots of points, just points. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, Leicester against Newcastle. Vardy's had his rest, 
Um, yes, and yeah. they need him. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we've yeah. spoken about Wilson potentially with Le- Leicester's poor defence. So this is two poor defences with two mm-hmm. good attackers. Could be goals. Yeah, like like you say, Vardy got his rest at the weekend, but they they were really poor without him. I mean, I think they're another team who's missing key players. I mean, Tillemans, they need to get him back. Um, they cannot defend set pieces at all, um, as we saw at Villa Park. Um, so that might be something to keep an eye on over the next couple of weeks. Um, looking at maybe set, set piece takers and things like that. So, um, yeah, you'd expect Vardy to come back in for Dakar. Yeah. I don't think they're performing quite at a level where I'd consider them for captaincy. Um but yeah, if you've got Wilson, this probably didn't look like a great fixture a few weeks ago no. now. And suddenly now it looks like not a bad one to start him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not for captaincy for me, but um, there could be goals in that game. So. Definitely. And uh, Palace Everton, another, another. So Palace sort of um, slightly on the wane, but their fixtures mm. are still good. And, and Everton, they did win against Arsenal, but their the defence is still not looking great. <laughs> um, could be some goals in this, but once again, captaincies. This is, no, it's not going to be, not in the conversation, is it? I don't think so, no. Yeah. I think that, yeah, players like Gallagher and, and, and Bowen and things like that and Demaro Gray, good players to own, but um, they're going to have to do a bit more before we start putting them at the levels of, um, of Salah and Ronaldo this week. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, this week, it's I think it's all about Ronaldo against Salah. It's, for those who own both, it is a genuine choice. For me, if, if we're done. Uh, yeah. No, no problem. But th- thanks, thanks a lot. And uh, I was just wishing you good luck with your captaincy decision. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Joe. See you next week.